Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into this edition of Golf Bets on Us, right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Cam Rogers coming at you alongside Bridget Whalen. We are here to help you win some money for this week's BMW Championship at Caves Valley Golf Club just outside of Baltimore, right here in my state of Maryland. Really excited about it. The first PGA Tour event in the Baltimore metro area since the early 1960s. So a very exciting time for this part of the region. Get at us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers 98. You can follow Bridget at Bridget K. Whalen, of course, Golf Bets on Us is sponsored by Bet Online. All of the odds here on this show are courtesy of Bet Online. So if you're into sports betting, of course, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today, whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship. Bet Online has all of the latest odds, news, and information for your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. So it's the BMW Championship at Caves Valley Golf Club, a relatively unknown golf course. It was host to the U.S. Senior Open in 2002, Senior Players Championship in 2017, D1 Men's and Women's Championships in 2009, Tom Fazio Design Golf Course. Seems like it's going to be relatively long undulating fairways, two really difficult par threes on the front and a really difficult finish 17 and 18 on the back. So typically at the BMW championship, it's pretty much a birdie fest. Save for last year where John Rahm won minus four. Before that, it was like 20, 22, 23 under par. So you're going to want the high upside players this week, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, it's a no-cut event. So you can get a little more aggressive with your picks because you know these guys will play four rounds here at Caves Valley. Hello, Bridget Whalen. We are fresh off a Tony Finau victory at the Northern Trust. Unfortunately, you were not able to attend that tournament due to the hurricane, but it was exciting. The hurricane that didn't really hit us in Connecticut, but definitely dumped a lot of rain on that uh, Jersey City, New York area. Credit to the grounds crew, by the way, for really just getting that tournament wrapped up because I was worried this was going to bleed into today, Tuesday, August 24th. 
Right. That's, that was wild. Um, the grounds crew, like kudos to them. They did an awesome job. I always, my biggest thing, I'm always like, how do you get the water out of the bunkers? That still baffles yeah. me. Uh, yeah. I just don't get it. Doesn't make sense to me. Wet sand, I feel like takes a long time to make not wet. So honestly, I am confused and just awestruck by um, what the grounds crew does at, at every golf course. Uh, but especially seeing it sort of for a championship experience, they, they did an awesome job. So I think it's worth noting right now, Bridget, the current standings for the FedEx Cup, because obviously this starts to really matter here as more points are accrued. And Tony Finau jumped from 23rd to 1st, thanks to that victory at the Northern Trust. Of course, you win 2,000 FedEx Cup points if you win a FedEx Cup playoff event. So Finau at 1. Rom at two, Cam Smith third, thanks to that second place finish last week at the Northern Trust. Top 70 players in the field this week. Guess who just barely snuck in your reigning PGA champion, Phil Mickelson, Bridget. We get at least one more event with Phil, and I think outside of a victory or top three, this will probably be it for him. Yeah, but pretty cool. I mean, that's quite a feat to get in yeah. top 70. So kudos to him. I'm, it's crazy to think that Phil has eligibility to play on the Champs Tour. Um, it's, it's like wild to me. Even to see Jim Furyk teeing it up out there, I'm like, how, what this, like, my brain cannot compute. So I love the fact that Phil is making it into the, you know, the second leg of, of the playoffs. Awesome to see. Um, and and Hey, I never put anything past lefty, so we'll see what happens. I mean, we totally wrote him off ahead of the PGA Championship, or at least I did. I don't think you did completely, but yeah, I mean, you never know what can happen with Phil Mickelson, so he's inside that top 70. He will be in Baltimore this week. Let's talk about the storylines, and I guess we can jump around here with my list because I have <laughs> Jordan Spieth number one, but let's go right to John Rock. Because Bridget, okay. he was your outright pick. And <laughs> that is very hard to do, by the way, being correct with your outright pick in general, but also being very close and Rom finishing third alone. Bridget, you were so close to a big time payout in theory. And he sort of faltered toward the end. Yeah. And it's that other thing where he sort of lived up to the hype, right? Like he was the favorite going in. It, it's heavy it's risky, heavy favorite. I mean, he's still the favorite this week coming off. Mm -hmm. I, I won't, I won't say choke. I'll say it was a little bit of a debacle um, on the final holes yesterday, but it, it's intriguing to see someone who can perform when the pressure is on and, and the pressure is surely on him to win when you're expected to win is sort of like double the fee and and he nearly did um especially coming off of having to deal with COVID again having to pull out um ju just like I mean Rama's dealt with so much this year it, it's wild to me uh not being able to tee it up in the Olympics so stuff like that just coming off of I guess a lot of family time is good for Rom especially with the new baby at home but you never know some some players have to knock off the rust not John Rom he uh he was guns a blazing he led I mean he led the whole tournament like let's call a spade a spade and it really wasn't until those last few holes that he faltered so uh, it was uh, an emotional roller coaster for me. I get, as you know, I get super invested when my my pick is in the mix, mm -hmm. and he he looked like it. Really looked like he he was gonna get it. I, 
honestly, I have to say, I sort of felt a, a little like, well, he was the favorite. I picked him. I don't really have much clout, not much ground to stand on here. You know, I didn't pull this bet like out of thin air. Uh, and I was sort of resting on my laurels and then he wound up not winning. So as you say all the time, golf is so unpredictable. And that final round though, it really did show you that the playoff events, they they put the pressure on. I think that a lot of the players were notified that this might end on Saturday. This tournament might end on Saturday. I think that that was swirling just due to Hurricane Henri coming. I don't think people knew exactly um, the enormity of the, the damage. Had there been serious winds with that hurricane, like things could have been totally different. So I think a lot of players played Saturday differently because if you're on the bubble or if, or if you're like, sort of in a position where you could really move yourself with a good round that's a lot of pressure to undertake so these playoffs the playoff events I really do love them I think they bring the best out of these players um and I think the first event ending in a playoff is really indicative of that like it came down to the wire uh you saw the pressure that John Rom dealt with I mean he did have I guess he had a chance like on that final hole if he did hole out from the fairway. Um, but you really do see like the enormity of these events and it it was an awesome way to end the first one, seeing Tony Fino get a victory after 1,975 days. How crazy yeah, shout out to him. Absolutely. Coming out of nowhere in a sense. He wasn't getting a lot of buzz going into last week. But back to John Rahm because – you deserve some credit for actually going with the favorite because a lot of times when you're picking out rights, you're going for value, right? And so sure. John Rahm at nine to one is not a lot of value. And so for you to sort of stick to that pick is certainly respectable. And third alone is certainly nothing to sneeze at, of course, in the outright market. It's horseshoes and hand grenades versus being right on tap with being correct and so you know you can finish second or third or 42nd you're still not going to win unless they win so right. um, but regardless john rom continues his role and i guess the question is can anybody stop this guy because i understand he faltered at the end and that's going to happen jt did a little bit as well by the way but you have to wonder if Rom is still the favorite to capture the FedEx Cup playoffs overall, because remember, we have those starting strokes next week, and we could talk about this next week at Eastlake. And if Rom is right up there inside the top three to start, I mean, look out. Yeah, lights out for him. I, I do not see anyone overtaking him at all. And for that exact reason, what you just said, every facet of his game. Um, is integral to to like his success and that's dangerous when a player is playing really well and even though yeah sure he did bogey uh to the last four holes um yesterday I still think that his game is is right at the pinnacle it's it's right where he wants it to be he's he's hitting shots uh really well he's putting well everything's going well for Rom um so I I don't see anyone overtaking him at this point Let's talk about Jordan Spieth. By the way, Rom is the favorite, as you mentioned, Bridget, plus 650 this week, so even shorter than last week. Spieth, meanwhile, is 22 to 1 to win this week at Caves Valley. I did not think last week was maybe the best course for Jordan Spieth just because of the trouble off the tee. I think yep. this week might be better for him at Caves Valley. 
and a little bit of a nugget here. He is, of course, a sponsor of Under Armour. Under Armour was founded in the state of Maryland by one Kevin Plank. And Kevin Plank and Spieth and Under Armour executives play Caves Valley all the time. Now, sure of course, do. it's not in a competitive sense, but Spieth knows this golf course. And so I think there is something to that. There's something to his 62 last week. There's also something to his blow up on Sunday. But, you know, he could be somebody who puts it all together this week. And I think this course could be interesting for him. Did I have him at, for a top 10 last week? It might have been you or me. De- I, I definitely forget. had him in my card. I definitely, I just don't know if it was for a top 10 or top 20. My thing about Jordan is I think that he plays well at courses that he likes and he loves the experience, the entire experience of Caves Valley, as you said, visiting with Under Armour. Um, I think him mentioning that you have the opportunity to get off to a hot start on the first few holes at this course is like a giant red flag for me. I am like red flag. He's comfortable here. He likes it. He, he sees the opportunity that you could seize and it's hot out, out of the gates, which I think Jordan likes. I think he likes to sort of go on a little run. Um, and if there's an opportunity and a place for him to go on a run and he knows it and he identifies it, I think that's dangerous. So I like Jordan here. He's not in my card this week. Um, I do think his play last week was great. Uh, Even if it wasn't consistent, Jordan is not consistent. So if he plays well at any point, uh, I think he's dangerous. Yeah, he's not in my card either this week, but that is not to say he won't play well. I think he will play well. You're just not going to get a lot of value from Jordan Spieth unless you're betting outright on him. And 22 to 1 ain't too bad in my opinion. I want to talk about Justin Thomas because he just captured his first top 10 finish since the players championship. Now, if you dive into the numbers a little bit, Justin Thomas went wild with his putter, like red hot and everything else was just eh. And so I caution people out there because the putter typically is a very volatile part of one's game. The more consistent part typically is the tee to green game and the tee to green game wasn't exactly there all the way, but maybe he's headed in that direction. But I do caution the fact that JT was red hot with his putter because that's not sustainable for somebody like a Justin Thomas, in my opinion. But all that is to say, he's very good historically at no cut events, very good historically at strong field events, a la the players championship. So what do we make of JT in his game last week, Bridget? I'm sure you were excited to see him play well. Yeah, I love seeing him play well. I love seeing him with a top five finish. It's probably one of my most favorite things to see. Um, I slightly disagree with you on something. I think that if JT is lights out putting, it is sustainable. I think that that means that he's found a comfortability. And I think that once he finds it, he's really good at replicating it. Um, So for me, seeing birdies like that is a really positive sign for Justin Thomas. He's also not in my card this week, but like you said, he does so well in, um, in no cut events and, and events really where it matters. He does really well. So I like him. Yeah. His number crept up the board after that performance last week, 21 to one on bet online to win the BMW championship. And you certainly can't count him out in a given week. Somewhat like a Dustin Johnson, by the way, who I will talk about in my betting card later. 
I have a bonus storyline for you, Bridget. <laughs> okay. Um, is Phil Nicholson worthy of a Ryder Cup selection? Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Not so, to go down this rabbit hole. I know. Um, okay. Here's my thing. And this is going to be a controversial take. Here's my thing about the Ryder Cup. You pick the best team in the sense of who's going to help the succeed, be successful at the goal, which is ultimately winning. I don't necessarily, you pick the best team based on recent performance and I know that that's super controversial that's not how things even work uh with getting onto the team I just think that the dynamic the camaraderie and sort of like the overall team feel is way more important so I love a Phil Mickelson joining the team also how much longer can he join the team in that capacity I say you monopolize on it again super controversial take on the way that I would sort of fold my team into being uh, but Phil, for me, he undoubtedly would secure a spot. So you think he's going to be on the team? So I only ask this question hard... because he said that he doesn't deserve it right now, I guess. Sure. And then so but then the question is, what what is he measuring that on? Yeah. And and like that, obviously, no, he doesn't deserve it just because he won the, the PGA. If you're going to go with that, that was months ago. Yeah. Um, and I also think that that gives Stricker sort of like an out not to be one of the captain's picks. My thing is, is it's just like experience and, and the team vibe and what he could bring, uh, kind of like he, he revamped the Ryder cup in the process of which we go about selecting the team. I think it, for me, it's a missed opportunity. Oh, lefty. Come on. Like get <laughs> throw him a bone. I don't know. I, I, I really like putting him on the team in the sense of he's being self-deprecating. He thinks that let me open a spot for someone else and, and that's all fine and good. But um, I, if that's like the big question at hand, he gets a spot for me from me, like for sure. Do you happen to know what the deadline is for the captain's picks? Because I can't find that date anywhere. Like when it's going to happen. Um, I mean, presumably it's, it's after the, the playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't know the exact date. And then the European side works so differently because they still have three weeks of qualifying. I know for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. We can get into all that later after the playoffs and what have you, but it is an interesting storyline to track there with Phil Mickelson. All right, let's get into our cards. For this week, BMW Championship, top 70 players in the playoff standings, no-cut event, Caves Valley. Our outright selection is the same. I will give you the floor, Bridget, to start <laughs> off with our guy this week. Okay, but I switched mine last minute. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. You're right. We did have the same. So everyone out there listening, we both had picked Bryson DeChambeau as our outright Honestly, I have no idea why I picked him as my outright. I'm just feeling him. I think he was T31 last week. So it's not even like for me that he's, uh, I don't even know. Uh, you probably have way more literature to back <laughs> up your pick. So I am giving you Bryson DeChambeau. You can have him. Instead, I'm going with a guy who was in the Wyndham playoff, the six-man playoff, 
didn't win, that has the same name as the guy who did, um, I'm going with Kevin Na this week. He had a top 10 finish at the Northern Trust. I think he finished T8. Um, I think that, oh, can everyone hear my house? There goes the phone. There goes the phone. Um, I think that Kevin Knott, when he is confident with parts of his game, that's really all that matters to him. Confidence is key. I think that Kevin is super confident right now. I think he's like, I mean, he walks in everything. He walked in a chip this past week. Did he which, actually? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. He, when he sees something and he knows it's going in, that's all the confidence that he needs. So the more balls that are rolling into the hole for Kevin is really my impetus for picking him this week. And I don't know. I, I haven't seen him win in a while. Let's let's give it to Kevin Na. All right. So Kevin Na is 70 to one to win the BMW championship, meaning a $10 bet would pay out $70. $100 bet would pay out $700 if I'm doing that math correct actually i'll have to double check that. i want to make sure that's right we're not uh, the best at math on this yeah because if it's a yeah i think that's right yeah that's right all right anyway. it sounds right it sounds right you sound right yeah all right so let's talk about my outright obviously bridget you alluded to it i'm going back to the well with bryson dechambeau 21 to 1 you might be able to find him longer on other sports books out there, but at Bet Online, he is 21 to 1, which means the folks out there are on to him as I am. Look, the guy is volatile. I understand that. At a no cut event, I don't feel like I am really risking anything. And 17 birdies in his first 36 holes last week, like that sort of clip, if that carries yeah. over to this week, will be paramount. And I think the only part of his game that really wasn't working last week was his chipping. I mean, his chipping was really bad. And I think that can be negated this week at Caves Valley. The greens are fairly easy to hit. So I think Bryson DeChambeau is going to be my guy this week. And I am actually changing my approach this week as well with my picks. Going with more of the eye test, shooting from the hip sort of picks this week, Bridget, not so much the data and the number crunching because obviously that's not working so much. So changing my approach a little bit, Bryson DeChambeau will win the BMW championship. Well, I'm just going to sort of transition right into one of my top tens, although I'm not keeping him for my outright. I'm still going to give Bryson a top 10 finish at the BMW. I agree with you. Um, I think that Bryson is, he's playing really well right now, in my opinion. And I know that it wasn't really indicative of where he placed last week, but I see a lot of positives in his game. Okay, my second top 10, I'm going to go with the guy who lost the playoff yesterday, Cam Smith. He always, to me, is just like super gritty in, in anything that matters and, and these events matter. I think that seeing Cam Smith get a win at a playoff victory wouldn't surprise at a playoff event, a victory here wouldn't surprise me. Um, I actually thought that he for sure was going to take the cake yesterday. Uh, again, that could have been just due to Tony Finau's track record in closing, but he really did close on the in the final round. So I think he he sort of shook that uh, moniker off. But yeah, I'm going to give Cam Smith a top 10 this week. I think that last week's play was obviously stellar. He got into the playoff. And I do think that making it all the way to the end, maybe not so much um, like closing it off. I still think that for a player like Cam, making it to the playoff is a, a really big positive. So Bryson and Cam both plus 215. 
Can I give you a bonus top 10, Bridget? Because I have three. I couldn't help myself because wow. there was somebody I had to include. So I, can I give you the floor for another one? Sure. Um, so you want me to pick another one? Well, because then we can make our picks even in number. Wow. Okay. Well, since you're throwing me a ringer, I'm just going to go with my go-to guy, Scotty Scheffler. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's give him a top 10. I, I just, I love, I mean, Scotty Scheffler play is one of my favorite swings. Uh, the footwork is just phenomenal. So um, I'm a fan of his in general. Uh, I think he plays, he's been playing really well. I think he also plays well in like, kind of where it matters, the big, the big field events. So I'll take Scotty Scheffler for a top 10. Perfect. All right. So here we go. My top 10 selections, Shane Lowry plus 375. He was sixth in this field tee to green last week. He might be the hottest player. Nobody is talking about his iron game is fantastic. He shows up at the big events as well, i.e. the open championship not too long ago, but he loves no cut events too. I think that's a good number right there. Joaquin Neiman, I think this is a good week for him, especially where chipping can be crossed out a little bit. I think he'll hit a lot of greens, make a lot of birdies, plus 350 for a top 10 makes some sense. The third guy I had to include is Brooks Kepka, plus 215 for a top 10 finish. He's still really good tee to green. His putter was just horrendous last week. And if he can just maybe lose one stroke to the field and not 30, I think he's good for a top 10 finish. So I think we went with some pretty big names, but that's probably going to be the story this week at the BMW championship, a chalky leaderboard. But I like Lowry. I like Neiman. I like Brooks. Those guys are my top 10 guys. Okay. You're just like stacking the field there. I am. I am. All right. You want me to move on to top 20? I feel like me taking the floor first. I always get a little cold feet. <laughs> Jump in, Bridget. You're the one that's crushing me in the standings. For no good reason. The people are like, why does she pick who she picks? Okay, this one of my top 20s, which I don't know why I'm giving up top 20. I should give them the win. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of chatter going on after uh, the first round on Thursday about Harry, about one Harry Higgs, who, by the way, is just like a character in and of himself. I don't know how you could not like Harry Higgs. If there's anyone out there who doesn't, I, I want you to come on the pod and tell us why. Like you, there really is no reason. This guy is, he's a man of the people. He's like an Arnold Palmer. He literally is like an every man's man. Um, let me get off my Harry Higgs soapbox, but I saw Webb Simpson's caddy, Paul Tesori, love him, great guy. He reached out to Justin Ray via Twitter um, asking if Harry Higgs plus 5.9 around the greens was like the lowest in the shot link era. era. And lo and behold, it was. Uh, it kind of obliterated, I guess, uh, I guess a record. I don't even know if you want to. So his short game want... was historically good last week. It was, it was a, a rare day of, of, uh, some historic good short, uh, some historic good around the green record. Um, but yeah, I guess that, that for me was like, okay, this, this kind of flew under the radar if you don't really follow, uh, these guys. But for me, that sort of took up my day and it was hilarious to see Justin Ray, comment back like actually it this is now a record uh held by one harry higgs so shout out to justin ray who who figured that out um and he's getting a top 20 from me this week all right my other top 20 i'm giving it to a guy that i 
sort of go-to for a lot. Um, again, like he could do way better than a top 20, but I'm just putting him on my card. I'm giving it to Patrick Cantlay. I think that he is a consistent player. I, I like where things are trending right now. Um, I'm throwing him on the, on the card because I haven't really picked him in a while. So he's my second top 20 pick this week. Okay, I like it. And by the way, if anybody hears ambient noise during the rest of this broadcast, it's because my freaking apartment building is installing new fire alarm systems. So there's drilling behind me, which is really annoying. But lovely. we're going to roll through the rest of this real quick. All right, so my top 20s. Jason Kokrak, fantastic bent grass putter. I know he missed the cut last week, but he knew that he could because he has two wins on the year and he's pretty high up in the standings right now. So I think this is the week he gets it back on track. I think a top 20 is a pretty solid bet for Kokrak. And then Jonathan Vegas, he has been so good, tee to green recently. And again, another guy who missed the cut last week, but that was mostly due to the short game. I think he carries over this iron game, this birdie making ability to this week at the BMW championship. So Co-crack, Vegas for top 20s. Those are my plays there. All right. I'm going with my top American as Xander this week. He actually double bogeyed um, 16. Had he not, he would have finished minus 13. He would have had a little top 10 at the Northern Trust. So I think that he's still kind of riding off that high of the gold medal. I really like his play right now. I think that he he should have finished better than T16 uh, in the Northern Trust. So I'm going with him as my top American, which again, outside the box, since I'm giving Kevin Namai outright. But as Cam has told me, this is a way of like safeguarding in case I, I don't win with That's my right. outright. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll win my top American. And then I'm going with the top European. That This is uh, the end of my card this week. And I'm going with Victor Hovland. I just really, I, when I see Victor on the TV playing well, there's like no reason for me not to pick him. So I'm going to throw Victor Hovland as my top European because I could actually see him winning this week. Uh, so that's my safeguard there. All right. So you went nationalities this week. I went in another direction, matchup plays, which are in theory easier because 50, 50 shot, but you know, I'll find a way to screw it up. So here we go. <laughs> I found some really healthy plus money here in the matchups this week. Number one, Dustin Johnson is plus 205, folks. Plus 205 to beat out John Rahm. No disrespect whatsoever to John Rahm. He is blistering red hot. But if I have a 50-50 shot on this matchup play, and I'm getting plus over 200 on Dustin Johnson, who can pop and win anywhere, I will take that. So this is more of just a pricing play, more so than any sort of data or what have you. This is just, I'll throw a dart and see what happens with Dustin Johnson. And then my other matchup play this week, more plus money, Bryson DeChambeau over Justin Thomas. So I'm picking Bryson to win. Let's run it back with a matchup play because in theory, he beats out everyone this week. Plus 115 for Bryson DeChambeau over Justin Thomas. So, Bridget, I'm sort of taking a cop out here because I'm going with the easier last two selections. You're going with a more difficult route with your nationalities. So I am aware of that. And you're doing a little double dipping, which you love to do on Gary Woodland. Now you're yes. on Bryson. It's something with U.S. Open champions you like to double dip. Next yeah. week, it's, it's Brooks. Next week, it's Brooks. 
<laughs> it actually might be because I think Brooks is pretty close to winning as well. And there's only so much golf left. So you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I get set yeah. on my guys. Yeah. I feel like my picks always come from an emotional standpoint. So all of you who stand by me out there, like God bless. The real I ones. Hope that I, I bring you success. Um, but yeah, I think that Cam, I see this being a good week for you. That's I coming so from too. me. I think yeah. so too. The way in which I am explaining my picks this week is a lot different. And so <laughs> we'll see what happens. Now we're coming to a close here in our season long money tally, Bridget. Your lead is now $3.2 million. Oh boy. And yeah, it's over essentially, but we'll see what happens this week. And, you know, even if I do find a way to beat you, and that's a big if. And in terms of a per tournament basis, you're still going to be better because I think per tournament wise, on average, you won more money. So I think that's what matters more, honestly. So, yeah. If only the real dollars were in my bank account. Yeah. Um, what would you do <laughs> tomorrow? Let's say you have $8 million. <laughs> uh, definitely fly somewhere on a private jet. Not sure the location. Maybe like Bora Bora, Tahiti, somewhere mm-hmm you know, uh, isolated and beachy. (laughs) All right. Chill out. I love it. All right. Well, there you go. It should be a fun week of golf folks, PMW championship. And then it's East Lake next week. And then we do it all over again. I think with the Safeway open or something like that. So love it. Wrap around, wrap around season as always here on the PGA tour for Bridget Whalen. I am Cam Rogers. We'll talk to you next week on golf bets on us presented by bet online. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.